0: This is episode number 32 of the Raising Mums podcast. So the government here in the UK have announced that the schools here will not be reopening this January. And so what that means is that parents are going to be homeschooling for at least the next six weeks. And unlike the previous lockdown uh, in March last year, there's a lot less positivity out there and there's a lot more panic. Um, And so this podcast episode is dedicated to those of you who are experiencing lockdown again whose children are no longer in school but are now at home with you and now you are responsible for their education. So I'm going to talk about how you can start homeschooling at home in a realistic and sustainable way and I talk to you about how you can manage your time so you can get everything done that needs to get done. Okay let's get started. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully, and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. So Boris Johnson has closed the schools again. And so many of you are worried about how is this going to affect the education for my children? How is it going to affect their learning? And how are we not gonna lose our minds? So in this video, I wanna just briefly help you and support those of you who are dealing with this sudden uh, closure of the schools. How are you gonna educate your kids at home? And how are you gonna um, not lose your mind in the process? So the first place to start is to do what the schools have already provided you with. Now, if they've not provided you with anything yet, don't worry, I've got you covered. We'll talk about that in a minute. But if they have given you stuff for your kids to do, just start there. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. Um, Just start with what they've given you. But a word of warning, you know, when you're doing the things that the kids have provided you with, if there's any tears, if there's stress, if there's um, any kind of negative emotion on their part, just stop, just stop and take a break. Because when they're crying they're not learning. When, if they're stressed and upset, the learning stops. So there's no point at all in pushing through with those worksheets and what other, other activities are going on. So that's a word of warning with that. Um, and also, when you're at home with your kids, it's very different from school. So if you imagine in school, your children are surrounded with, you know, maybe 20 other kids, maybe 30 other kids. And so learning tends to happen at a slower pace When you're at home one-on-one or one with two kids, it's much quicker. So keep the lessons short. If your kids are now at home with you, you don't need to be doing 40-minute lessons with them like at school. It can be 10 minutes. It can be five minutes, depending on the age of your children. They will learn just as much, if not more, in those very short lessons, and they'll stay concentrated. What that means is that your school time for them, your homeschool time, is much shorter than what they would be doing at school. So bear that in mind. If you've got stuff that the kids have brought home from school, have been sent from their school, start there, keep the lessons short, um, and if they get upset, if there's any tears or stress on their part, just stop, revisit it later that day or even the next day, If you've not been given anything yet, but you want to start homeschooling them now, um, if you want to start doing something with them at home, I have an idea for you. This is what a lot of homeschoolers do during a busy period in their life, during a crisis in their life. What you want to make sure you're doing is your child is reading something every day, writing something every day, and doing a little bit of maths, assuming they're of that age where they are able to read and do maths, okay? I'm assuming that your kids are, you know, five, six plus, okay? So a little bit of writing every day, a little bit of reading every day, um, and a little bit of maths. If you want bonus points, if you have the energy and you, you want to get involved more with your kids' education, then read aloud. Read aloud something to them. Pick up some a children's book off the bookshelf from, uh, from, I don't know, a history book, a storybook, anything, and read aloud to them. That is the absolute minimum that you can do. And you know, I've said read aloud every day, write, maths every day. If you can't do it every day, it's okay. But try to aim towards that and try to at least do those things regularly. Now, remember as well, Learning doesn't have to be workbooks. If your children are in school, you'll be used to them coming home with worksheets, workbooks, and things like that. Remember that learning doesn't have to mean workbooks. Learning can happen through playing, through games, through conversations, um, through songs, so many other ways. So don't confine yourself to the workbooks. If they're not working with your kids, it's okay to step back from them um, and try something different. Um, they, the the big issue that I know a lot of you are going to be thinking is how am I going to get everything done? You know, I've got two, three kids at home that I have to homeschool. I've got to take care of the house and I've got work to do now. I'm working from home. How am I going to fit everything in? So how you can do this without losing your mind? My number one tip for you guys is to time block. So what that basically means is you set aside some time in the day for each of your priorities. So, homeschooling will happen, for example, between 9 to 11 or 9 to 12. During that time, that is homeschool time. That is not time to cook. That is not time to clean. That is not time to work on your business. Just homeschool. Then you have another time for cooking and cleaning and all the other things. Then you have another set time in your day for working from home, from running your business, whatever it might be. Do not allow those time periods, those time blocks to bleed into each other. It's very tempting to just pop another load of laundry in while you're doing maths with your kids. But trust me, from my eight plus years of experience, that leads to nothing but stress and frustration and you get flustered. Instead, have your blocks of time. And my children know that. For me personally, we homeschool from nine till 12. And they know that during that time, they have my focused attention. Outside of that time, they are not to come to me for homeschool things um, that they need my help with. Um, That they need my help with. So time blocking is a great way to manage your time. Um, Now, the length of your homeschool block will vary depending on the number of kids you have at home and the age of your children. So I said that I have from nine till 12 homeschooling and my kids are uh, six, eight and ten. If you've got younger kids, your homeschool block will be much shorter. Um, If you've got older kids, it might be about three hours or more, but it doesn't have to be the same length of time as school. So school runs from approximately half eight to half three At home, your school time will be a lot less than that. It doesn't need to be the same length of time. Another way to stop your, um, to help you be productive in your day and help you to not lose your mind um, is to make lists, but not a to do list like you would imagine. I want you to compartmentalize your life into the main sort of categories you might have. So for me, that is homeschool, that is work that is house and cooking and all of the rest of it, and that is personal as well, taking care of myself, whatever that might mean. And in each of those categories, list the top three things that have to be done that day. Um, What that will do is help you to be balanced It'll help you not to just focus on one area of your life. You're not just spending all day on homeschooling and the house is suffering. You're not just spending the whole day working on your business and the children are suffering. So compartmentalize, if you can, into three or four categories and list the top three things that need to be done and anything else you get done is a bonus. And what that also helps to do is it helps you to appreciate how much you've achieved in the day, because you're looking back at what you've got done. And sometimes in the busyness of our lives, we forget to look at what we've achieved that day and we beat ourselves up about it. Um, Another thing I want to recommend for those of you who are now being thrown into the homeschool world, ask for help. Within your social bubble, there may be people that can help you. That might be your husband. That might mean getting older siblings to help with the help teach the younger children. Um, But it also means getting resources online. You know, there are a lot of resources online that can help free resources too, like BBC Bitesize, YouTube. If you go on Google, as many of you already have, there are so many resources there. And there's my website, ourmuslimhomeschool.com, and that will redirect you as well to various other places you can look for help. Um, I think, you know, don't forget as well that the schools want to help you. The schools, your teachers, They want the best for your children. They want what you want as well. So if you're struggling, if the the work that your school is setting your kids is not resonating, it's not working at home, get in touch with them. Get in touch with the teachers and say, this is not right. There's too much work or the work is too easy. The work is too hard. Give them some feedback and get their support because they want, just like you, the best for your children. Um, and remember, this is really stressful, and you are stressed. And you're being thrown into this now. No doubt that you are worried. But remember, first and foremost, that you are their mother first. You are their parent first, and then you are their teacher. So, if you find that homeschooling them is putting a burden upon your relationship, if it's really stressing you out, remember to put that role, your role as a mother first, um, and and take a step back and reevaluate it. The last thing you want. Is that this period in their, in their life where they're at home with you now and you're educating them, you don't want that to be a negative experience for them. So remember today as you're going through your day, maybe you're trying to teach them something that you're their mother first and their teacher second.